the barefoot punter because the tastings are the best. The barefoot punter because you don't need footwear to bet. And welcome back to the Barefoot Punter. I'm your host as always, The Mug, your co-host, The Logical One. We take our inspiration from The Barefoot Investor, but instead of giving you investment advice, we're here to give you a bit of betting advice on the AFL 2019 season. And logical, statistics are the best. That jingle just gets better every time I listen to it. It's really getting into my head now. <laughs> um, how are you, mate? Yeah, good. That's the way. Uh, good to have you back here. And... Um, what did you make of the weekend of football? We uh, we had a few upsets again. Uh, what do we have? Dogs, Port, Lions, Hawks, um, and some people are saying not the best round of football. What did you see? I see West Coast are the big winners from the round of football. Um, the three of the big four that we sort of um, picked out as separating from the rest of the field, GWS, Collingwood, Geelong, and West Coast, uh, three of them lost on the weekend. Um, it really gave West Coast a leg up to get into that top two position. Collingwood have really got themselves into a bit of a pickle there now. And one other sort of Richmond have really sort of emerged, I think, as a chance to get into that top four and challenge now as well. Um, and you can't discount Brisbane the way they're playing. So it's sort of bunched it up a bit. Um, and it's made it pretty interesting. Yeah, it really has opened, opened it right up for the Premiership. And, um, you know, I was saying to a friend the other day that, you know, there could be some real value come finals time if a Richmond or someone like that get a run on, finish fifth. There might be some uh, some real uh, accumulator value like we were talking about recently. But um, the round of football logical, I must admit, for the first time this year, I wasn't too impressed with what I saw. I was there on Friday night, I believe, as you were on the other side of the ground. And um, I saw a pretty poor exhibition of uh, AFL football for three quarters. I felt as though I saw something pretty similar with the Swans and Essendon on the Saturday. I enjoyed the last quarter on Friday night. The last quarter was good. I'll give you that one. But um, yeah, I thought the MCG standard of football on the weekend, the Essend- uh, the Melbourne um, Carlton. Carlton game, I-, I thought that was pretty poor standard. You don't like Carlton's style of just let a team get in front, <laughs> let them lay down and then bang. <laughs> get them where they want They're them. They're the yeah. entertainment team now. I, I quite liked it. I, that, that last quarter was great. Yeah, the last quarters were okay, but I uh, thought on the whole that the standard was uh, was pretty poor. i tell you what, who was paying a good standard of football, and that was our friends, the power. we uh, Kenny and, and the mob over there, they really got it done. Um, and uh, and Brisbane, of course, as well, logical. Yes, yeah, so um, Kenny, one of the coaches you've got under the gun, <laughs> one of the many. Yeah, there's a few in there. Um, we might uh, track straight into and uh, perhaps talk about some bad beats, Logical. Bad beats. Um, the one that stands out to me um, is if you're on the Essendon minus, which I wasn't, um, but... Uh, just uh, escapes me who was lining up for goal. Was it with, uh, not Langford? Um, was the other boy about thirty out? I suppose. Yes. Slight angle. Odds on to kick that. Um, kicks out your cover the line, and and he's missed it. And I, they had some other shots previous to that. Um, but uh, yeah, that was probably the one for the weekend that really stood out to me. Um, I actually think I had some fifteen and a half on that one, so I wasn't too bothered. I think it was that would have made it. 15, I think, was yeah. it? Because it was nine points, yeah. yeah. The one by 10. I yeah. think in the, in the end, if that did happen, you would have been quite lucky that they had covered it. Le Verde was the boy. Le Verde. Yeah. 
would have been quite lucky for them to cover in the way the match went. Yep. But once you get to that point and you line up the goal, you find yourself pretty stiff not yeah, to cover that line. Absolutely. Okay. And uh, any other bad beats, logically? Uh, that's it for me at the moment. Yeah, okay. Maybe uh, I think the Port game ended up just tipping over the 40-point uh, mark. So maybe if you're a... On the underdog, uh, perhaps back in the uh, the one to thirty nine, you might have felt uh, a little bit aggrieved on, on that one as well. But uh, and I think we have had a lot of people that have been asking us about the one to thirty nine market, and um, we're actually um, going to record something special, a special uh, outtake um, this afternoon that will air next week, yep. uh, talking about that exact point. So yep. we'll uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit more detail. Bidding review logical. How did you actually finish up after last week's bets? So last week I tipped uh, the Hawks plus 16.5. Yes, great get for you. Great way to Good. start off the weekend. Uh, I said market watch Swans, which they got to that price. Which to I'm back. on that one, yep. So that was 2 and 0. And then Gold Coast Richmond unders watch yep. uh, with weather. Weather came, had the bet. Gold Coast didn't show up. <laughs> Richmond had scored Richmond 100 shot the lights out. <laughs> Unbelievable. Not yeah. even close. Uh, Unders Carlton Melbourne. That was um, a bit similar, wasn't rain it? Rain didn't come there. Yeah. Came after the game. Yeah. Um, I, both of those, though, you know, you're on the value. If you had it, I think I tipped them up at 159 and 150. 160 or something. So, yeah. And they both, yeah. one went off 140, I think, and one went off uh, 153 or so. Definitely. So you could have got out of those if you liked it, but... Um, you know, you can't eat value. No, you can't. Um, they could have almost gone in the bad beats, those ones. Um, but um, could, what, what about that rain and the wet, slippery conditions on the Gold Coast and points just flying? That was, uh, that was unbelievable. For me, I had uh, the Swans, uh, which I talk, uh, talked about on the uh, Market Watch. So we jumped in on that one, particularly when Heppel uh, was named out. That was um, So we jumped on that one. And I like the Adelaide Crows, and um, gee, that was disappointing when you've got. Uh, yeah. Who, who are Adelaide's best players? Logical. Who are they? At the moment. Or just who? If, when you talk about oh, Adelaide, the Crouch brothers. Crouch brothers. Sloan. Sloan. Yeah. Tex. Um. No, probably not Tex. <laughs> Tex, he doesn't get into that conversation. I well, felt like you had the shotgun out there ready for me to say Tex and you to go, boom. Yes, that's exactly what I had. Uh, Sloan, Tex, Eddie, Jenkins, uh, they were nowhere to be seen yeah. uh, in that game against the power and all the power big guns were, were firing. And Laird and Smith, they got, they got, you know. Yeah, but that's back of the ball, isn't it? Yeah. You know, you need your guys around the ball yeah. and in front of the ball firing. And I thought Tex... Uh, Geez, he comes out and talks a fair bit about after the game and what they need to do, and I didn't see too much that I liked from the. Tex is not. Uh, I know quite a lot of people that don't like Tex at all. Yeah. Um, he hasn't. I'm he sure he's a good bloke. I'm not. I'm not saying he he's not a good bloke. But, he, but, but I, I know people that think he's a bad bloke as well. Okay. Um, he's. His PR department are in a bit of disarray at the moment, Tex, I think. Yeah, that was a strange thing for him to come out and talk like that after the game, and I thought he was one of the main offenders. But uh, anyway, so the Texan didn't get it done for the mug, and Kenny really gave the mug the middle finger on that one and said, Mug, this is for you. It depends which port turns up, well, doesn't it? that's the trouble. You're never, you're never quite sure with the port, but they look good. Again, led by the big men, big lice set, and uh, he's like the giant out of Game of that Thrones. Goal that goal that he kicked... Um, when he turned uh, O'Reilly or O'Brien inside out, who's a good player, mind you, a good young player, turned him inside out, uh, did a big turning circle. wasn't wasn't a Just short, after half time, wasn't it? Yeah, it wasn't yeah. a short turning circle. Um, 
ran probably full measure and kicked it from 40. Uh, it was an amazing goal, and I thought it was the turning point of the game. And he's on one wheel, too. Yeah. You know, he's got a, got an injury early in the game, yeah. so, you know, he's... Uh, you know, you you got to take your hat off to what Lysette's doing. He's doing some great stuff for Port Adelaide, and and like I said the other week, big Charlie. I, I just love those two big blokes for their presence, the physical presence they give the Port guys. I think uh, they're pretty impressive. But um, we're going to get into some games logically. You're ready to do some games? Let's do it. Game one, and it's Friday night over in Perth. It's eight ten Opta Stadium West Coast hosting the Collingwood Magpies West Coast a dollar thirty eight and the Magpies three dollars ten, making the West Coast a minus eighteen and a half point favourite. And logical earlier at the jump at the start of the week, these guys are at minus twelve and a half. So straight away, we've already got our. Carlton Sports and Spinal Market Mover of the Week. That's exactly what we've got. We've got our Carlton Sports and Spinal Market Mover of the Week. Get down and see Andrew. He'll look after you. We've been. He's, he's got a few referrals down he there. He's, he's very happy with that. Excellent. So um, we might flip straight over to our uh, our resident professional. Um, what do you see here, Logical? Well, West Coast, are, they've gained form. I know we've been um, critical of them being a bit flat-track bully at home. Um but, and they still are doing that to an extent, but their form recently has been really, really good. Uh, they smashed up Frio in the wet. Very, very impressive. They were good against Hawthorne the week before in a narrow whip victory. They get Kennedy, Kennedy back because he was a laid out last week. That's right, yes. Can you believe that game went off 13 and a half, mind you? Wow. Um, I, did, I did actually, I did uh, say that to Mark at Watch, but I couldn't claim that in my betting review because yeah. I thought it was a bit false with yeah, Kennedy yeah. out. But, yeah, um, yeah. I was very, when that went off 13 and a half, uh, Yes, very perplexed. But um, um, form side, although this year, all year, I've had Collingwood equal top rating side until now. Mm. Um, this line suggests that West Coast are 8 to 10 points better than Collingwood. And I can't have that. I know that recent weeks, Collingwood have been a bit down. West Coast have been up. I still don't think that they're a 8 to 10 point better side than Collingwood. Um saying that West Coast have had their measures the last four times they've played. Uh, late last year... So you're, so you're saying you can't have the fact that West uh, West Coast are that many points better? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. But I was also... On West Coast side, West Coast beat Collingwood late last year, beat them in the first final, beat them in the grand final, beat them earlier this year at the G, seem to have their measure, play well against them. Um, but in saying all that, uh, I would say West Coast, given the home ground advantage, I think they're a slightly better side than Collingwood... But 18 and a half points is too many points for yep. me. Um, and I'm putting up a unit here on the uh, on the plus eight and a half, Collingwood. Okay. And uh, they will be coming out firing this week. They've been copping a lot of, yeah, but a lot of heat. And they've, 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 they've copped a bit of heat in the last few weeks, and I'm not sure I've seen that fire yet. So yep. now having to travel on the road to West Coast. I know Collingwood have been pretty good in the past, even going back to Mick Malthouse days of getting the team and going to Adelaide, getting the team and going to West Coast and actually putting up a pretty decent performance on the road. Um, but I, we just haven't seen it. And I'm just wondering if there's something a bit broken about their football at the moment. Yes. It, 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 they don't look like they're going great, but I'm not discounting that they're still a good side. And Yep. Yeah. Um, the 18 and a half, it's really hard for me to uh, jump on the 18 and a half when you know there's 12 and a half uh, earlier in the week. So I don't think I can tip that up to the listeners. If, uh, if there's still some 15 and a half going around, I'd be, uh, I'd be keen to get on that myself. But On the minus? This yeah, is on the minus. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. For, uh, West Coast versus the Pies on the minus. 
Um, I don't know if there is any of that around still, um, but I couldn't be on the 18 and a half. So a bit of a market watch if you can get a price out there. The, on the, the price could move back to climate. I don't think it can go much further. Um, if, you so. can get, if you can get a price on the 15 and a half, I'd be, uh, I'd be looking at that for sure. Yeah. So you're saying that... Um, you're saying that West Coast are um, more than a goal better side than Collingwood? I think so at the moment. Yep. First game on the Saturday, and we go to the Harbour City. The Sydney Swans hosting the Blues. The Swans $1.33, and the Blues are $3.35, making the Swans here a 22.5-point favourite. Um, I feel this line is a touch too big, but... Uh, after watching Carlton play on the weekend, I definitely couldn't be on them. I know they get a bit of uh, cutesy points for being the team that's come back in the last couple of weeks. Logical. But I was watching some of that play on the weekend, and I thought that was some of the, the worst football that I've seen for the year from Melbourne and Carlton. And uh, couldn't be backing them at the plus, even though I think it should be... Uh, it's not quite right. Um, what yeah, I, what yeah, I, I've got a challenger on that one, though, Mug. Um you don't challenge see, away you don't see every game and when you see a side go back poorly just because every tie plays poorly sometimes you don't want to get um, caught up and blinded by one little what you're seeing on the field and what the actual metrics of the game is the result in result so so you don't think Carlton played poorly on the weekend no I'm not saying that but I'm not saying let's don't don't overreact to a, a team you perceive to play poorly as well um, versus actually a lot of teams play poorly sometimes. Yep. That's subjective. You're thinking okay. Playing. Yeah, net result was they, they covered the line and they, and they have been covering the line and playing quite well. So okay. so you're backing Carlton here. I, I, um, that, that, my um, point I'm making there doesn't mean I'm backing okay. Carlton. All right. That's okay. just saying don't get caught up in, in what you're seeing on, a, on the field is in terms of, oh, they're playing rubbish. Both teams are playing rubbish. Yeah, that's my philosophy. Anyhow. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, but in terms of this game, yes, I am. I'm tipping up Carlton. They've Are you playing, really? They're playing. Wow. They're playing really good footy. Um, so they've beaten Freo when being thirty odd points down. They nearly beat the Dogs when being thirty points down. They beat Brisbane when being thirty points down. And they nearly beat the D's when being thirty points down. Now they're giving away big starts, and the D's were heavily injured, which yep. helped them in that on the weekend. Um, but they get Cripps back, and they get Mackay back. And they're worth a lot of points. Um, As, are they facts? Are we getting? Uh, is that known? Uh, or? Not facts, but expected. Yep. Um, okay. Very big ins. Um, so then that'll allow Casbolt to probably go back um, and take a bit of heat off McGovern because he's, he's he's struggling a bit. Um, and um, uh, I don't make this twenty two hundred uh, points, twenty two and a half. I think that's a big big margin. I think I made this about sixteen and a half. So yep. for me, it's a unit on the plus here. Yeah. Okay. All right. There. He, and that's. Even if Cripps and Mackay don't come up, you're happy no, to take. No, 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 I wouldn't. Okay, be. so it's yeah. so it's Mackay and Cripps dependent. Yep. Do you think it's because um, that line? You obviously get some line movement there if they're named. So what's the what's the betting strategy here for the listeners? Well, that's the, the listeners have got to determine how how likely they think they're going they are to play and whether or not they want to take that. But I'd be backing the plus now. Back in the plus now, yeah. and then if they do, if, if they don't come up, you're looking to get out of that bet, or sometimes you, just, you can't get out of that, bet. or you just you yeah. just cop it and just sometimes go. Oh, well. you, yeah, yep. sometimes it, it they, but sometimes it might not move. It might stay the same, and yeah, you can get out of it. But for sometimes, I'd be like, okay, it's a free hit on the plus. Um, if they don't play, then it's probably about pick them, and yep. then and if 
that which means they're equal both sides. And if they play, you've got massive yep. upside. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm not with you there, logical. I can't. Uh, I can't see myself taking a bet on Carlton, uh, even if uh, Cripps come back. I was actually thinking if that market moves, um, if that line comes down, uh, that I would consider a go on the Swans. But um, but that market's too high for me to be going on the Swans at this point in time. Saturday 2.10 and we're down to Utahs. So down to Launceston, the Hawks are hosting the Dockers. The Hawks are $1.44, the Fremantle Dockers are $2.80 and that's making the Hawks a 15 and a half point favorite. We're back down to the stronghold logical. Uh, coming off a good weekend uh, against the Pies. We get down to the favored Launceston turf. We've seen uh, the Hawks really tap up Fremantle at different times down here over the years. So not a happy hunting ground for Fremantle at all. I'm not sure what if they recorded a victory against the Hawks down here. I don't, don't think that. I don't, don't think know. they would have. Not in recent. You've got me on the hot pan. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Not no, in no preparation there. <laughs> not in recent memory, uh, anyway. Um, it's all looking the Hawks. I make it about what it is, um, but. Uh, I'm hoping you can tell me different and say it's all in on the Hawks because I would love to back the Hawks here. But what do you see? You had your chance last week to back <laughs> yeah, the Hawks, I know, man. I know. I what I, what I see here is well, we spoke about it last week. The selection choices of Fremantle last week were strange, appalling. wasn't it? Strange. Sandalands and Bob to both come in mm. really in, the, in really, the wet. In the wet. Against really. the mobile, athletic, oh. agile ruckman that's good at the, uh, on the ground and in the air in Nat Nui. And uh, yeah, strange. But anyway, what are you seeing here? And now they're saying that they're going to drop Sandy, take their medicine, but bring in Sean Darcy, who's oh boy. not much better, <laughs> uh, and Ballantyne. Um, oh gee, these, they're, they're talking about Valentine coming back. Um, I can't even. I can't believe he's still on a list. I know. <laughs> he's been... Some people didn't think he was. <laughs> um, they travelled to they travelled to Melbourne to, to Tassie to big trip for them. Yeah. Big home field advantage for Hawthorne. I don't think it's. I'm quite. I make this a bit bigger. I've got to lean to Hawthorne. Mm. Not enough to have a bet at this stage. Yeah. If it moves back to Freo a bit, um, I'd have a bet. So probably market watch for me, but. Um, but I couldn't be on Freo. I think they're going terribly at the moment. Um, they've, this is a few weeks that have sort of really, the injuries have sort of built up. They've got these ruck issues. They're relying on a few. So, um, yeah, a small lean to Hawthorne, but no bet at this stage. And is there a number in your mind that you're thinking that it is a bet? Is it 12.5? Is it 13.5? Where do you sort of... Oh, it's, yeah, I'd say 12.5. 12.5 and we're, and, yeah. we're, and it's go time. Oh, who knows? I might even still get lured. <laughs> <laughs> get lured on the day. It happens sometimes. Um, yeah, and look, I, I, I really want to have a, ba- a, a bet on the Hawks here, but... Uh, it is what I think it should be. Um, sometimes I know you've you've um, mentioned this before. Logical. Sometimes on these big home ground advantages, even when you make it what it is, you still want to be backing the minus team. Uh, sometimes in this home ground situation, I think you said it about Adelaide uh, earlier in the year when they were playing the uh, Gold Coast at home. Um, so yeah. I'm I'm a bit the same here, but no betting at this stage. Yeah. Speaking of which, um, we got a question from one of our listeners about the um. The average handicaps um, home and away. Home and away. Mm. Who was who was the listener that? I think it was Nath actually. No, um, no, that was oh. Nath. That was the uh, your nemesis, wasn't it? Oh yeah, the, it was the, the fellow that was getting stuck into me about my lucky win on the uh, on the Sydney game. The I nemesis, I, isn't I, his name the mug punter? <laughs> oh no, not the, not that <laughs> no, not that guy. No, no. Uh, let me uh, let me just double check in. Anyhow, while you're checking that, the average handicap um, this year uh, on all matches is sixteen and a half. And the average 
home handicap has been 17.7, but there's been 87 of home favourites. And the average away handicap is 14.3, and there's been 48 away favourites. So just uh, for the... um, for the for the mug punter there. What's the mug punter? Your nemesis, Very good. the yeah. mug punter. I, I, bet, um, I bet you bet. Yep. Yeah, yeah. The mug punter. There's there's some uh, there's an answer to your question there. Okay. Um, and then I think Nath, uh, good friend Nath over in Adelaide, was asking about um, Port after a uh, um, showdown. Um, unfortunately, we can get that information. Just didn't have time to get get around to that today. Um, but we will get that for you, Nath. We'll come back to that one. Yeah. Okay. Jolly good. Saturday twilight in Melbourne and we're off to Marvel Stadium where Essendon are hosting North Melbourne. Essendon $1.74, North Melbourne $2.10 and now that line is three and a half favouritism towards Essendon which is a shame logical because I really like the look of that when it was sitting out there at about six and a half. Probably still find myself having a bet here on North Melbourne think they're the far superior team to Essendon. They've got really strong form. I love their physical footy. I don't think Essendon like physical footy. And uh, I could see North Melbourne getting a hold of uh, Essendon here. Your thoughts? Yeah, um, North have really turned it around since um, Reece Shaw took over. Um, speaking of which, he's shortened a lot in that market for the next North Melbourne coach. He's into 210, I think, now. Um, to be the next North coach. And it makes sense also with the talk that Longmire may re- may get an extension at Sydney, which is probably what he's angling for and using oh, it as no leverage. Oh, no doubt. Smart. Um, um, so the things uh, against it, Essendon really touched them up earlier this year at Marvel, um, but they're probably a bit of a different side was then. The, uh, was it the Easter game? I yeah, think it around, was, wasn't it? Round five. Good Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then beat them a the, the couple of times before that as well. Um but in saying that, I rate North favourites in this match. Uh, so plus three, plus five, just get on. Get on. Get on. Yeah, now it's so pre- press the button now. Press the button. <laughs> I'm saying um, I think it goes off probably. There's, Dyson Heppelwatch is, um, is probably pretty key in terms of the injuries, um, mechanics of the game. Um, he doesn't come back. You've got massive upside. If he does if he does come back, I think it goes off about three and a half. Um but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm quite strong here on the Kangas. Um, I think they're going a lot better than what Bombs Yeah, okay, are. good. So um, the boys are uh, pretty much in unison up, on, the, on that one. Putting up a few bets this week. Consensus bet there for the boys. Um, so North Melbourne, um, I was a bit unsure about it on the uh, that line that moved, but I'm happy that you're saying that uh, that's that's all in on that one. Logical, so, well, not all in. Are you... No, no, one, unit, one unit, one or unit, two, one unit or two units. One Logical. Unit, Can we unit. squeeze you for another no, unit? No, 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 just one unit. Okay. <laughs> All right, mate. Good stuff. Saturday night, we're up at Metricon, and it's the Gold Coast Suns hosting the Crows. Gold Coast, $4.80, and the Crows, $1.18. Making them here a 32.5-point favourite. Now, Logical, what did that market go off for the Tigers there uh, on the weekend versus the Crows yeah, up there? I think there? it got into minus 26 and a half. Minus 26 and a half. So they're either saying that the Crows are a six-point better team than the Tigers, which I don't think we believe at this point in time, or the uh, Gold Coast Suns have deteriorated six betting points over the course more, of the... More, because Richmond would be rated higher than Adelaide. Okay, so. well, I, I get the sense that the way that you might be going with this one is that there might be a minus bet here for on that 
theory. No. A minus bet there for uh, no, I'm not sure where you've gone with that mug. No, well, if, if you say Gold Coast have deteriorated more betting points than the six that they've changed from the, the Tigers to the um, Crows market, then there'd be a bet there or no? No, because I'm saying Adelaide have rated less. Okay, so yeah. at the same time they've gone down less. I'm just saying that if if like, if like this was um, um, priced up last week yep. and Tigers went off... Um, 26 and a half. Yep. Then Adelaide would have been going off probably 20 and a half, something like that. Yeah, okay. So to get to that 32 and a half, they're saying Gold Coast have deteriorated quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. okay. Um, obviously, Adelaide's ratings probably changed a bit too and stuff, but... Okay. Yeah. So betting here, logical. You've had a bet in nearly every game or looking to have a bet in nearly every game. Does it continue here? No, it's Harvey Norman in this game. <laughs> Mug. And that means no interest for those playing at home. Um, both both teams are going to probably ring a lot of changes. Both teams are coming off big losses. Um, you couldn't be on the Gold Coast at the moment, the way they're playing. As, as we normally say, you'd probably be on them first half. Not even sure you can do that but, at the but, moment. Uh, after, after last week, they were, they were just started terribly from the outset. Adelaide are talking about all sorts of changes. I've even heard things that bet's going to get dropped. They've still got Jacobs running around the twos. They've got Gibbs running around the twos. They've got a few issues as well. Um, so for me, um, no bet here. Yeah, and uh, I, I actually thought that's about where the market would sit, rightly or wrongly. And uh, I'm a bit like you here, Logical. Don't have a lot of betting interest, or probably don't have a lot of interest in the game full stop, and, uh, and don't have any betting interest in this one. So going to have to leave that one alone. What sort of game do you think you see? Do you think we see the similar sort of thing that what Richmond did to them on the weekend? Or do Gold Coast come out and really try and play that claggy sort of style game that they did earlier in the season? Yeah, you think they'd be trying to get back to that, but whether or not they can. Yeah, okay. All right, well, we'll leave that one alone. Also on the Saturday night, we're heading down the road to Geelong, GMHBA Stadium. Geelong Cats are hosting the Saints, and the Cats here are $1.08, and the Saints $8, making the Geelong Cats a whopping 44.5-point favourite. So the Saints are battling away. They got touched up down there in Hobart on the weekend by North Melbourne. Geelong Cats haven't had a great uh, great sort of three weeks of foot, footy themselves, but you get the feeling here, Logical, they're trying to get themselves back on track and play themselves into form down at the home stadium. Um, I actually thought that the price would be about what it is. Um, that It is a lot of points, 44, but I don't know. I, I get the feeling there might be some real flat tracking that's going to happen here by the Cats to get them back on track. So you can actually see it. I, I can sort of in my mind see a game where the Cats would actually go past the 44 um, but at the same time that's too many points for me I don't want to be on the 44 uh, and a half point minus I can't really make a case for the Saints because uh, despite our man Big Brucey uh, kicking six I think six straight on the weekend was it um, it's hard to make a, a case for the for the Saints to cover as well so the old rule of thumb, if you're not really sure, uh, probably best to stay away. But what do you think, Illogical? Yeah. Do you differ for, from me on this one? On ratings, I've made this game because there's a home ground advantage there. And on ratings alone, I had Geelong uh, rated, I think, uh, 50 points better than St Kilda. Wow. Um, so that's then, even without yeah, the home ground. Yeah, I and mean, it takes a home ground advantage into it. Um, but uh, then all of a sudden, also on top of that, there's a little bit of weather around and a bit of common sense this year in terms of 
the low scoring, which we've discussed uh, in previous weeks, and how in the low scoring matches these these days, um, and how much more a side has to outscore the other side to cover those big lines, and we're not really um, too keen on it. I think um, the total points in this match is in for one fifty eight and a half. Yeah. Um, so with all that, um, there's nothing big in player movements to move the odds either way. I couldn't be on the Saints. Um, uh, worries, Can you be on the Cats? It worries me, Carlisle. I've spoken about this re- recently. Carlisle down back, coming back. I'm not a big fan of his. They haven't... They're structurally struggling down back. Um, but uh, I, I'm just going to say it'd be a small end of Cats, but not having a bet. Okay. Sunday at the MCG, and it's the Richmond Tigers hosting the GWS Giants. $1.48 the Tigers... The Giants, 265, and that market now has just uh, drifted a little bit out, but still uh, at a, what I would say a very backable 14 and a half logical, uh, which probably gives you a bit of an indication about how I felt about this one. Um, normally, uh, well, the conversation is raw that we have here between uh, yourself and I about our betting um, when we come together on a Tuesday. But this one, I did message you first thing Monday morning and say, mate, what do you reckon about the Tigers here? Uh, there was some 10 and a half on, uh, on, on points bet. And the reason I messaged you was because a colleague of mine in the office who's a mad Richmond supporter was getting real up and about about the Tigers getting their players back, how well they're going, and the fact that they were going to face the Giants potentially without Cornelio and Kelly. Um, and I didn't actually know that. I was a bit off the pace there. So... Uh, Message you straight away, and you uh, I got the impression from your text message that you're a little bit excited about the Tigers as well here. But uh, the Tigers are getting their cattle back, logical. Yeah, they get Rewalt back, and maybe Caddy back, but they might, there's so much depth now, they might even have to drop Rioli for Caddy. They're wow. about, um, starting to really get their, their cattle back, as you said. Played so well last week, that in the wet to score that. I know Gold Coast didn't turn up, but that was really impressive last week. They're looking good. GWS, they do get Mumford back. That's the upside. He's very important for them. But, and Whit- Whitfield. Um, but they could lose Kelly and Caniglio. Probably Kelly most likely. Well, the, the obnoxious one has uh, just messaged through to say that Kelly's no chance. Um, so he, according to the obnoxious one, and his mail's been pretty good. Yeah, it's been um, pretty good. The Kelly's no chance. No word on Caniglio and Whitfield will play. That's his information. Okay. So Yep. Um, 10, 12, when you spoke to me, yes, I was keen on the minus. It's got it to 14 now. Had a bit more of a think about it. As much as I'm loving the Tigers at the moment, I'm probably going to pass on the 14 and a half. Okay. Say no bet. While we're talking about the Tigers, Mug, um, a good friend of yours, um, a good friend of yours, you're a big fan of him. He's just lost his job. I was wondering, would, is there any chance he could be on next week? Big KB. He's a guest <laughs> spot. Is there any chance, Mark? Well, I am a big fan of KB's work. Uh, some people don't like him, find him a bit too peculiar. But um, yeah, maybe we could reach out to KB and see if he wants to come on the program. Dial him up. He's got some free time. We can get KB, KB on and talk about all things betting. Yeah, I'm not sure we pay really well, though. So um, so I think KB likes a dollar in his pocket. Um, so I'm not sure if we'll get him, but we can definitely try offer him some tea and cookies. Um, but... Um, the Tigers, logical, uh, I, I guess indicated to the listeners that um, I've, I've jumped on the Tigers at that, that 10 and a half. I thought that was too good to pass up. Look, if I hadn't had a bet already, I'll probably be having one on the 14 and a half anyway. Uh, I think the Tigers back at the MCG, they'll be excited to get back there. Um, the Giants have had a pretty poor um, 
well, they've had, not a poor, but they've had a tough few weeks of footy. Probably haven't been going as great as they would like to. I think since De Boer went out, um, they've they've yeah, they've they've they've, they've, um, they've battled a little bit since he's yep. gone out of the team. Good point. And um, yeah, I, I think I'd be on the Tigers. Well, I am on the Tigers, but I'd, I'd be happily putting up that fourteen and a half as well. So uh, I'd be saying jump on that one to the listeners. Sunday three twenty, and it's the Western Bulldogs hosting the Melbourne Demons at Marvel Stadium. The doggies here are dollar fifty, and Melbourne are two dollars sixty, making the doggies a twelve and a half point favourite. Logical. Do we get Maxi back? They're saying that Maxi will be back, but they will lose Tom McDonald, and that's huge because he's, he's kicked just, all of their goals. He's just found some form. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I. For me here, um, I actually find this a pretty surprising market, to be honest. I, you know, I, I haven't been a huge rap for Melbourne. Oh, haven't you? You're going to go against Melbourne again this week. Oh, oh good one. Yeah. He's even quoted, he's quoted again in the media, got their game back on the weekend. Uh, the celebration, the over-the-top celebrations. Um, I, yeah, I find this market quite surprising, to be honest. The Dogs have been playing some pretty good footy in the last month. Uh, Melbourne, I think, have played some really ordinary footy. I thought they were really ordinary against Brisbane the other week. Uh, I thought, again, they were really ordinary on the weekend. And now they lose um, McDonald up front. And McDonald he, and Hall for Gorn and Lever, they're saying. Well, he, yeah. well, well McDonald has, in the, for the first time this year, looked like he started going okay in the last few weeks and, and been their only real winner up forward. And they've struggled up forward all year. And now he's taken out of that. So that, that for me, that's... Uh, alarms uh, yeah. for for Melbourne, so I'm putting one up here. Logical on the uh, on the doggies at the minus twelve. Um, doggies don't tend to smash teams, which is a little bit of a concern for me. But it is at Marvel Stadium. Uh, I think the dogs go there a lot better. Melbourne traditionally don't like it there. The supporters don't like it there. I'm putting one up. What are you seeing? I think this one's very similar to Port Adelaide Adelaide last week here, Mug. Well, that, don't tell me that. Uh, <laughs> I got stung there. In that, in that I sort of agree with you. It makes sense. Um, but two goals. It's how much how much advantage do you give to the doggies for Marvel for against Melbourne? It's tricky because Melbourne don't play there a lot. Um, uh, I think yeah, good, good and bad changes for Melbourne. Um, Doggies are going quite well, but they're still not an amazing side. I've probably got to lean to the doggies, but I'm not having enough to put up a bet. Okay. So, so yeah. I'm out there on my own on that one. You're right, out there on That's your own. That's all right. Um, I do love what the dogs are doing at the moment, but yeah. Yep, all good. And last game of the round, it's Port Adelaide hosting the Brisbane Lions at home. Uh, the power are $1.65 at the Adelaide Oval and Brisbane Lions two twenty-five. Eight and a half point favourite to the power. I guess logical. This is a question as to who's going to turn up. Is it the power that uh, just gave it to Adelaide on the weekend, physically stronger across the ground, moved the ball well, uh, the big men playing well, or is it the one that failed to turn up against the Doggies and maybe the same Port Adelaide team that didn't turn up against the Hawks that day? Or who are we going to get? What are you What are you thinking? Even about? their supporters don't know. They, I got a message from a good friend of mine, AJ. He said, "Tell the mug to stay away from Port games." Yeah, well, I think <laughs> I might have learned because you don't think, know which one's going to turn up. <laughs> I think I might have learned my Stop lesson. Stop trying to guess. I might have learned my lesson on <laughs> that one. Probably on the does have a point. Uh, when are we going to start rating Brisbane? Ten and five. Uh, good away win against GWS, mm. doing very little wrong. Um, they'll lose Hitwood, who's 
been playing really well, but they'll get Oscar back. He can go out forward. He kicked a few the week, a couple of weeks earlier. He kicked four or five. Um, Port, as you said, they've been really good two of the last three weeks. I think they beat Geelong three weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, ratings wise, this match is about where I rate it, and so I just don't want to go near it. Just stay away. Yeah, watch yeah. on. Yeah, well, uh, mate, I've learnt my lesson on Port. Uh, don't want to be, don't want to be betting against uh, against them at home, and. Uh, yeah, who, who is going to turn up? Um, I think they should uh, beat Brisbane, and I think they should cover the line at home. Uh, if they bring that intensity that they, they bought against the Cats, if they bring that intensity they bought against Adelaide, I think they'll have a pretty comfortable win against still a pretty young uh, Brisbane team. But um, do they produce it? Not too sure. So that's no betting for the mug. Okay, logical time for betting recap. Where's your money going this weekend? Yeah, no, so this week, um, Collingwood plus versus the Eagles, um, Carlton plus uh, versus Swans, Hawthorne small lean there's market watch against Freo, um, and the North Melbourne plus or head-to-head against Essendon for me. Okay, very good. So some uh, a good number of bets there from Logical this week for the listeners, which yes. is fantastic. For myself, um, if you can get something around that 15.5 for the Eagles, I like that uh, at home against the Pies that aren't travelling too well, so we're a little bit opposed there, Logical, on that one. Um, the Tigers, I like the Tigers at home against GWS. I think they can uh, have a good win there. And I like the Dogs at uh, Marvel Stadium at the 12.5 there as well. Well, Logical, that brings us to the end of another episode of the Barefoot Punter. Um, you uh, don't, don't know what we're going to do next week because you're going to find yourself somewhere in the middle of the Indian Ocean over in the Maldives on a, on a surf trip uh, next week. So I don't know if we're going to be able to get you on satellite or get you to tweet in your uh, your um, your leans or whatever but uh, we'll bring I'm the pro- sure that in my absence you'll be able to get KB or someone very <laughs> yeah. special in so yeah well, uh, we'll, we'll definitely sort something out to, uh, to make sure we get the program to the listeners but uh, have a great trip mate get some uh, fantastic waves over there and uh, and hopefully you get some winners uh, this weekend as well um, but, uh, but, mate, that's it for us. So, uh, as we always say, gamble responsibly, but more importantly, gamble to win. The Barefoot Punter, because statistics are the best. The Barefoot Punter, because you don't need footwear to bet.